There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> Well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. (laughs) You could just look at her license. My special stripe. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use it, sir. (laughs) It's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. <laughs> We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and you know we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there, and then call us back later. But the key is, is that they don't know all their rights, or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding, uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is is eight hundred seven seven zero seven zero zero eight. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you, as always, by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had Anthony DeVito in studio. Welcome back, Anthony, and thanks for coming in. Next on the Best of... Years. Mm. I, I just didn't follow in the footsteps too well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's doing Ladies his own and way. gentlemen, we are here, Anthony DeVito in studio. What's up? It is a wonderful thing. It's nice to see you. Hey, very nice to see you again. Absolutely. I had a great time the last time I was here well, in the yeah. old building. Why did you do the morning show? Did you, did you sleep in? Uh, oh, I had no idea. They just told me it was canceled. What was canceled? The morning show. My show's been canceled. No, no, no. Tom, this is why I'm here to tell you. Uh, I hate you know. They wanted me to break it to Did you. They, uh, no, they just they they told me like the night before that it was canceled. You know what that might have been? That might have been a carryover from Louis C.K. because he doesn't do press. Mm. Oh, oh that could been, be. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. I'm here that, now, man. I'm nice to see you. That's it. It's nice to see you as well. Yeah, so th- I, I'm sure that's what it was, just when people don't do... Pr- well, I think it was like three weeks in a row. Yeah, it was Craig Robinson before. Craig and then, Robinson, uh, and then <laughs> what's-her-face that's married to Tom Segura. Oh, yeah. oh Christina Christina. P. Oh, yeah, so it was like three weeks in a yeah, row. Three yeah, weeks yeah, in a yeah, row. yeah, yeah, So right. maybe they just thought we had ca- they had canceled. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Show. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, apparently. I right. like that they would think of me in a class with them. You know what I mean? They're like, he's <laughs> yeah. another big-timer, so <laughs> he, you know, he won't do it. You're a much better There's guy than Tom, at least. That's weird. Louis didn't want to do press, right? 
supposed to be a prick? I've never gotten along with him. Even before he broke big, he was not pleasant. Yeah. Just wasn't. I don't know what his problem is. Yeah. I like uh, to whack it. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Did he whack it to jack me? Whacking that acne is up to they should have called the show. That's, that's his big closer now. He does a big 80s, 80s comic closer where he masturbates in front of everybody. Lenny Bruce did this in 1967. That was, yeah. yeah. The that's people, really they guard the doors. They recreate the experience for everybody. You know, what, you know what a lot of that is now, the people that don't like to do radio any, any longer because they all have a podcast now. Yeah. Right. I find from doing just so many podcasts that it just it's more second nature. Like I'm more comfortable I doing radio now than when I started for sure. It's really good. Yeah, because you're just you're just so accustomed to to it. So it just seems like another day. Yeah. So I, I like it. Yeah, I honest. agree with you. I agree completely. There's a lot of a lot of different outlets. You do you do any podcast work? Yeah, we do. Uh, so. Me and then um, two other New York comics, my buddy Greg Stone and Brendan Ayer, have a podcast. We've been doing it like, I don't know, six, seven years. But it was mm-hmm. a thing where when we started, it was before I think a lot of podcasts were really, you know, you were making money off podcasts. So yeah. we were just kind of yeah. like, it was an uncompromised thing to do in comedy, which we liked, um, but with no intention of it becoming successful. So we just come out whenever. That's the we, best way to do yeah, it. Yeah. Give our phone number away the first episode, thinking nobody would ever listen to this. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> years later I get texts that are just like is this really Anthony and I'm like it sure is yeah, and they're like yeah. that's re- wow that's dangerous you, I'm like I know <laughs> do you think some of that is be- uh, I'm t- trying to think of this whole situation with comedy because m- comedy has changed a lot a lot no yeah. a lot has changed people are scared to death and yeah uh, it's really really too bad that this whole thing is happening and, and so they've turned to podcasting uh, matter of fact I think the reason people listen to podcasts is that I think comedians will do things on their podcast they would never do on stage. A hundred percent. Yeah. They're, yeah. What we say on our podcast, if anyone took the time to, to listen just to one episode, mm-hmm. I'd be done. I'm, I mean, not that I'm, I'm started, but I would be <laughs> just gone. Like, there's... Things I say in Santa, it's very measured, it's very careful, but on our yep. podcast, it's just, it's the Wild West. For whatever exactly reason, right. there's a freedom to it. I, um, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I feel more anonymity doing the podcast than I do on stage. Yeah, and I think you're not, you're, you know, you're not putting the club owner at risk. And yeah. Not, you know, the people aren't going to be, you know, being a pain in the ass because you don't have a live audience. Right. I'm not, look. I don't have to, like, if I say something that's, you know, out of line, because, you know, I'm, I do comedy in New York, so I'm doing a lot of shows in, right. in very hip, liberal parts of Brooklyn, where it's like, if I, you know, if I say, what if I misgender something, like, I'm seeing that land on a person's face and them being furious at me <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> So, like, you know, there's yeah. a, a very human reaction yeah, to that. Yeah, right. When you're doing a podcast, nobody's in front of me. It's just me and my two other friends who are both comedians. So we're saying the worst things possible yeah, to make each other laugh because that's what comedy is. So yep. it's kind of – it becomes that contest, you know? I think it's terrific to tell you the truth. And I hope someday that, that clubs can be like that again. And I'm not blaming it on the clubs. It's just the, that the people are yeah. right there for the immediate reaction. Well, look at that Ahmed Ahmed thing. Do you see what happened? Yeah, I heard about that. What, it's ridiculous. That, do you think that was real? I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I've heard of that room in Naples, so well, it might be real. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But... Uh, the uh, yeah, it's just it's a weird move in terms of they called nine one one right. Yes, he called that. Did you know about this? I right? didn't hear about this. No. Yeah, Ahmed Ahmed was on stage in Naples, Florida, and he said, "Are there anybody here from the Middle East?" And I guess a few people raised their hands. Where are you from? I'm from Iraq. I'm from whatever, right? And he said, "Ooh, there are a lot of us here. We might be able to start a terrorist group." Now he said he never said that. Mm, right. The guy who called nine one one and said he was what traumatized, something was, triggered, triggered. Yeah. Was, triggered. Yeah, that sounds right. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, said he, he was very upset. And the woman's going, also oh. to use the word triggered if you think it's a terrorist attack. So yeah, really that's funny. a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. But yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, so I'm just trying to explain that the, this guy called nine one one to complain that he was deeply upset because he said uh, he was talking about uh, Middle Eastern and terrorism but he's <laughs> middle eastern right 
Well, and it's really like understand that. no terrorist organization goes about it like that, you know. No, <laughs> they don't crowdsource at a comedy they show. They, <laughs> they have a very specific way that they do things. It and is true. They're not. I don't think ISIS is changing up their system. No, where they're just like, you know what? We'll we'll start working the road and we'll start gathering a crowd from there. I like, hey, we're gonna go. You know, little suicide bombing. Did anybody talk to Ahmed Ahmed to get the okay from him on it first? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I, they, you're calling. You're a grown man yeah. who has to call nine one one and whine like a little candy ass. Of, right. Oh, you're my feeling. <laughs> Why are you wasting our money? Right. Nine one one on your lame ass feelings because you don't get a joke. Right. And it's like where, where if you're the nine one one operator there, it's like where do you even tell them to go? You know what I mean? It's it's you're just like, well, we're not the place for this. Yeah, and don't, don't come down. The here. cops aren't either. I guess a friend. Tell a friend. Don't like. <laughs> next time you want to call nine one one, tell your worst friend to have a horrible conversation with them. Exactly right. I, but I guess I talked to some nine one one operators too, and I guess it's getting way out of line. It's like my French fries were not cooked properly at McDonald's. They call about. Everything that everybody has emergencies. Yeah, now. what do you think that is? I, I do you think it's like that uh, social media? Social media has enabled everyone to kind of yes. be a star in their own right. And you know no what I mean? Doubt about so it. everyone's so much more important, or so think think they're so much important than they are mm-hmm. that like they think that's a valid concern. Where it's no. like, do you know who I am? I'm da 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 Instant gratification. Right. Too. Like I want it now. Yeah, so. I think so as well. Yeah. Yes. You know what I found out this week that this kind of. A little upsetting to me is I, I, I made up a name like 35 years ago to refer to an anonymous person. And I, got, I don't know what the guy's name is, Bill Berditzman or something. <laughs> got three complaints this week from guys named Bill Berditzman. <laughs> After 35 years, there Man, are actually people named Bill Berditzman. That's, oh, that's so, I thought they were playing the long con. Like they heard you 35 years ago, and they were like, I'm going to bide my time. I'm going to wait. And this will be worth it. I'm going to wait for 35 years. Yeah. It was like four friends. Two of the guys died. Two of the other guys were like, we're going to keep this going, though. They would have wanted that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. That whole thing is a Amazing to me. Are, are yeah. the reactions from crowds uh, getting worse? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends. I mean, I, you just, I find as a comic, you have to be a little more careful in the language that you use in terms of just like not to get people off board. But like, honestly, like when I work the road, it's it's fine. You know what mm, I mean? Right. Like, because right. I'm, I'm in New York a lot of the time. So like, then it seems. That it's super in your face. But then, mm-hmm. like, I was in Nebraska last week, and I've been doing a joke about Louie, or just mentioning his name, and people clap. Like, they're, they're, they don't, like, some people are just like, he's great. And then you're like, he masturbated in front of people, and they're like, he did? You know, like, they, not everybody uh, knows as much as, uh, I think, because we're so in it that we think yeah, they know. Yeah, that, that's probably true. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I don't know. The more, in a way, the more uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand bowing to these people oh, on either. social media and uh, you know an angry Twitter mob. Mm-hmm. But the more and more that comics get in trouble and survive that trouble, the more it's like almost okay to say because it's more okay, it's more okay to say these things on stage in a way. Um, yeah, probably. because then comics are less afraid if they're like, oh, okay, this guy said that, and he's you know he took a little bump, but he's okay. Then I'm not going to be so worried about saying my thing. Yeah, I guess it does fascinate me that people. I came to laugh. I came to see a comedian. You said something funny, but it pissed me off. Yeah, Uh, it's. I mean, what do you think? It's like look at us. You know what I mean? Like our whole lives are mistakes. What do you like? We're capable of making one. You know. that was the uh, yeah, that, yeah. It's just it's it's a lot. <laughs> God, I watched this thing. It's, it was it's called Inside Jokes. It's about the Just for Last festival. Okay. I think, what did Netflix? I think Netflix did a six part series on it. And I watched. Uh, I haven't seen all of it yet. I've seen a few of the episodes. Um, but it amazes me the things that people cannot say i mean they they do right. a lot of it backstage and they're all talking amongst one another all the comedians are well i'd like to do this but i can't anymore. right and that's not i mean 
that's not what Lenny Bruce kind of went through. Yeah. He said all things you sh- weren't supposed to say. Right. So, well, why did all these guys die on the sword in a way for it? You Ab- know? That's exactly so right. So it's like, yeah, just say it. And, I mean, a, a lot of comics who are afraid, they're just not in a position for anyone to care about you. You know, if I say something, nobody really cares. So it's kind of a nice luxury that I have. And it's like, if I say something and people get mad, you could just be in the moment and be like, yeah, that was that was terrible. So you know, you don't have to apologize. You you can acknowledge a failure in the room. It's fine. But why not take the shot? I don't you know, not that I do anything horribly divisive. But if I think of something like that, yeah, just go for it. That's why we started doing this. The the other thing about live comedy that now. Uh, bothers me quite a bit is uh, well it's like going to a movie now going to live yeah. comedy is like going to a movie now there was a guy last time um, I, I suppose it was several months ago now but I went to see Bobby Slate oh and yeah I, sure. I've known Bobby forever we've been friends forever, and forever. Right, so I right. told him I'd come and see because I don't usually go I don't go out in public much mm-hmm. I like to stay at home and you know like watch the Flintstones or whatever that's <laughs> yeah. my kind of deal right? <laughs> I totally understand that <laughs> I am sitting there and the guy right in front of me. <laughs> JB, man. Tough, tough morning, JB. <laughs> That's a real vote of confidence coming out of the show where I look over and JB is sound asleep. Headphones on. Constant stream of noise in his ears. He has his microphone, too. Yeah, out. Red Bull in hand. <laughs> Wonderful. But I heard every word you guys were saying. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, you dreamt did. you heard something. No, because you were talking about comics. You were talking about people. At God, I thought shows. you were great, saying. great vague guess, Jay. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said you guys were talking about comics, and you said yeah, you were talking yeah. about people. You're, you're talking about people at comedy club being upset what they <laughs> yeah that's pretty good uh-huh. <laughs> you got the gist man um <laughs> actually he's over there dreaming like a bunch of white JB, people yeah, we've been talking about abortion for approximately eight minutes yeah subject you haven't touched <laughs> <laughs> um that well that's the interesting thing now too is like i'll find people are coming out in bad faith to shows well, i was like there's no doubt about you know people used what, to come right. out for like Sole purpose of just laughing. That's, you know, it's the name of the room, the whole thing. That's why and I would now, go. Right. And now yeah. people are coming out to be reinforced in their positions. Um, yes. That's, and it's like. That's astute. That's you, right on the money. Yeah. So it's really hard because we're, we're trying to do two different things. Like, I'm trying to make you laugh, and you're trying to be righter than you are. So it's just not yeah. going to work. <laughs> no, it, it, that's exactly it. Yeah. So you have people talking during shows now, commenting, talking to the comedians while they're on stage. Oh, yeah. I never used to see that. Never, no, never, never. That used to be, because I remember going to shows. I remember I went to shows when I was a, a kid in North Jersey. Mm-hmm. There was a club called Rascals in West Orange. Yeah, I would go. Sure, yeah. And it was like, comics would, anybody that talked, they would get obliterated. So it was like, I would sit there right. terrified. You yep. know, that yep. like that I was going to be talked to because of what could happen to me. Um, but like now, man, there's no fear whatsoever. Right. I had, I had a guy, yeah, last week he was talking to me before I even went up. I didn't even hit the step. And the host was like, this guy, you might know him from The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I didn't even got on stage. And he goes, Colbert sucks. So I was like, I, <laughs> first, with you anyway. yeah, I didn't, even, I got to address him. I haven't, I haven't even said hello yet. And now I got to deal with him. <laughs> it was so horrible. Like, if Colbert sucks, what's that got to do with me yeah, anyway? Exactly. It was on the show. Doesn't mean that we're best friends. <laughs> right, right. Do you think they not, do these people think you all know one another? Well, he yeah. hangs out with Colbert. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is that what they yeah. think? Yeah, I guess. I guess they do. Yeah, he's like, well, he did the show, so that means he's in his inner circle well, now. Apparently. And it's like that. Colbert would not know me if he saw me on the street. <laughs> yeah, There's no right. way. You're a lot funnier than he is anyway, so that's good. <laughs> we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. More. Anthony, it's great to see you. Great yeah, to have great you. to see you too, man. Next time you come in, though, don't come after three people didn't do the show, so they automatically <laughs> assume you're going to cancel. Huh? We'll be right back with Anthony. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. DeVito on the best of 
Coming up next, we had Ms. Pat in studio. Always good to have Ms. Pat back in Minnesota. Next on The Best Of. I love her so bad, but she treats me like a... I remember my friend uh, Dave Hamilton got a job, but I think it was uh, WYSP in Philadelphia. And he did, uh, you know how they how they call people and test songs over the over the phone. Uh, Dave didn't know the area too well, so he would he would have people call this that and the other thing. He said, "There's one neighborhood, man. I don't know what what it's all about, but you know we're gonna have to rethink the stuff that we play because." Every time I say, what's your favorite song? Flashlight. <laughs> I just mean it was blank. That's all. <laughs> I mean he was talking to the ghetto. <laughs> As it turned out in the end. Um, talking I, to the black people. Exactly. You want me to open it for you? No, I got these nails. Well, you got I'm those trying, nails and a big not shot. To break. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just, trying this new drink you gave okay, me. Okay, now Ms. Pat's trying the buy. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Pretty good. Hasn't even settled in yet. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to mess okay, up your sponsorship okay. and stuff, but pretty good. Not bad. Ms. Pat is in studio. JB got here second. <laughs> Cassie got here third. And then the white man, Andy, showed up dead last. And Ms. Pat said, man, you're actually black. <laughs> what do you think of that, Andy? Well, she said something like that. <laughs> I thought that's what I she said. I said, we beat you here. That shouldn't happen. <laughs> That's right. Especially JB. since I live like five blocks away. Five blocks? You live about a block and a half. He said you live across away. the street. He does. He lives right across the street. It's about a 20-minute walk. Oh, my God. No, did did no you walk here, Andy? No, not today. Well, I, well, why are you late then? You, I, I can understand if you walked here. Because I have IBS. What is IBS? That's always a problem. Irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, she has it too. Yeah, well, I have Crohn's. Yeah. We have issues. What you guys mean? So you had to take a shit. Basically. <laughs> Pretty much. All you had to do was put on a pen. Exactly. <laughs> I respect that. I walk out the door, just got out of the shower, about to get dressed, and then bam, you got to drop a few. So I understand that. I'm sorry, And when Andy. it hits you, it hits Andy, you. give me a piece of that meat before you touch the first one. <laughs> you shouldn't eat that, Andy. And here, you might have to go. No, she wants I got she, she wants one of your... your Snack sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Can I have one? Sure. One more than one. Yeah. One is fine. One is fine. I love beef sticks. That's pretty good. Andy. She had buy now. She's got a snack stick. You're all good to go, Miss Pat. I don't came up in here. I need your help tomorrow, by the way, Miss Pat. What you need me to do? Because I'm going. Need me to dance naked for you? Absolutely. What about you, Like every time you're in town. Every time I'm in town. Yeah. You know. Well, you like stuff my husband don't like. I get naked. He'd be like, close the curtain and cut off the light. Oh, he does not say that. I'm sure he loves you. Uh, I'm sure he do, too, but I can see it in his face. You know how it is when you've been married a long time. You just dare. You just you want somebody to share the remote control with. <laughs> mm, that's pretty much true. It'll be 35 years in July that I've been married to Catherine. Man, I still love him. I bought some Sleep Number mattresses, which is the, supposed to be the greatest mattress out there. I love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But he tricked me, y'all. He told me to buy the mattress and it was going to help his leg heal. And uh, every time I walk in there, he, he's feet in the air like he had a gynecology visit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he tricked me. He told me to buy the one with the um, with the, the split down the middle. Yeah, yep, And it was yep. for me to keep my titties off of him, really. <laughs> now, when we want to when we want to bump and grind, I got to tap him on the shoulder. Hey, can I come to America for some nick? <laughs> I like it. I like it. And it's working. Well, I paid twelve grand for the mattress. I can't take them back. Twelve grand? Yes, I did. I just because I, I was because his leg grand was hurting for a mattress. Like, if you get if you get the sleep number mattress, gonna hit my leg. I'm like, oh my god, we are gonna have fun. Oh, did you get the adjustable one? Adjustable, keep your feet oh. warm, it jiggle you, and that, all kinds It'll of jiggle stuff. jiggle you. <laughs> it ain't help my relationship none. I tell you that <laughs> he sleep like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> You're all taken care of. JB, by the way, already refused to sit next to Ms. Pat. <laughs> she asked him, come over and sit next to me, JB. JB, you still scared of me? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm scared of you. He well, just doesn't what? like the lapel mics because they're obnoxious. <laughs> he, he don't like what? We have uh, lavalier mics, mics that you clip onto your shirt because Mom and Alex can't sit still. 
Oh, oh my okay. God, they can't. My wife on the joke. You know, when I was talking to the guy, he told me that. Like, yeah, funny. I hate people that do that, too. It's so, all JB, true. You, you, you're not married yet? No. Still don't want to go home and meet one of my cousins? No, that's fine. No, wait a minute. It might be a good thing. Yeah. Indianapolis. Is that what you're in Indianapolis? I ain't got no cousin in Indianapolis, but I can oh, tell you, you this. Indianapolis got the ugliest white women. So if you're into <laughs> ugly white women with neck, with chin hair like you, they dare. <laughs> you looking for that, JB? No. It's not what you're looking for? Is that no, a, is that I a think meth I'm thing okay or right now. You think you're okay? JB, you got you a boring person. I, mm-hmm. I would love to see some excitement in your life. I really would. You should come to my hotel room and put on Let's Get It On. Let's get it on. <laughs> oh, baby, let's get it on. <laughs> JB probably throw me out the window. I could just sing it for you guys. You, could, you know, we could turn the lights down in here. I'll sing Let's Get It On. You want me to give you a lap dance, JB? Nah, that's fine. You know you owe when JB turned you down. Well, well, that's a possibility. Possibility. Okay, my the, fa- the favor I need for you tomorrow is I'm going with a friend to see John Wick 3. The new the Keanu Reeves movie, John Wick. Yeah, I've been hearing three. about it. Okay, I need you to come because I need somebody right next to me to talk back to the screen. <laughs> I miss it so much from being a kid when everybody was talking back to the screen. Uh, I don't think black people are going to talk back to the screen at John Wick 3. You don't think so? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Black Panther. So. Maybe Black Panther. Black Panther, yes. Well, I'm not even familiar with John Wick. <laughs> Although if somebody gets there's killed, a, you will hear, huh? There's a lot of killing in there. A lot of so. killing. Oh, well, you'll hear me talk back then. That's what I'm saying. Stupid-ass people just standing around and waiting to be killed. Ain't nobody running. Yeah, I could do that. Who's who's the one that told us about the Lord of the Rings? Oh God! The black oh. people talking back to the screen. She's a, she's a black black comedian. What's her name? She's terrific. Oh, I can't remember. I can't it, remember what her name but was. I know though. what the line was. But she's she what was the line? She's watching the movie Lord of the Rings, and what, what's the name of it? The guy the guy who dropped the ring. Oh gosh, Gollum, I, or Gollum, Frodo. Gollum, or Gollum or Frodo? One of them. And he dropped the ring. He dropped the ring. And what did she say? And the black woman in the audience goes, <laughs> "Big in, do your job." <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was when I watched that show, Abducted at Plain Sight. Oh, yeah, Have yeah. y'all seen it? I was like, white people, you can't be this stupid. And I found myself slapping the TV street. No, don't let bees sniff your baby panties. No. I did a whole episode on my podcast about, because it was I, that, from that day on, I started calling white people clear people. I'm like, oh, clearly you can't be this stupid. I would not eat another Idaho potato. I don't want shit out of that state. Do you hear me? I mean, how do you get kidnapped twice? And yeah. you marry my daughter, and you put my daughter in school, and you have sex with me, the daddy, and the daughter. I was what? like, this white dude was a pimp with no Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a Cadillac? No, he didn't have a Cadillac. Oh, he lived in, and then when he came back, people was patting him on the back at the church. And I just saw myself punching the TV. Stop it. You cannot be this stupid. And the mama in love with him. It was the craziest crap I ever seen in my life. No so way. she got did she marry the kidnapper? Well, he married her in Mexico. And the FBI, uh, st- did she come home right? She finally come back home. And she come home like a white kid with a damn attitude, y'all. Uh, You've been kidnapped. I've been looking for you and crying. Then you going to come back out of nowhere with an attitude and you don't speak to me? I would have drug her head clean through that house. <laughs> <laughs> the mama just said, well, I'm glad you're back. I'm not speaking to you. Bitch, you've been kidnapped for six months, and you're not speaking to me, and I've been looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> it was the weirdest crap i ever seen in my life. It was that, that show. That show irked the heck out of me. What's the name of it? Abducted at Plain Sight. Abducted it's, at it's Plain Sight. It's a true sight. story on Netflix. Really? And then, oh, at the end. So the mama write a book about the whole situation. He shows up at the book sign and say, B, don't write, don't put this book out. The kidnapper. What? He show up at the book signing. Wow. Oh, no. In real life. Man, it must be nice to be white in this country. Because uh, I'm telling we you, go. we would have beat his brains out in the ghetto. He was, wow. I mean, you kidnap her. You, uh, then he tell her, right? He said, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to laugh, but I laugh at this point. He gave her a tape recorder. And he, it was his voice. But he called himself Xanu or something. He's like, you got to say the universe by having sex with him. 
With him, yeah, yeah. Course, so yeah. she believed all of this, but not only that, he went to uh-huh. a therapy, and the therapist told him, "said the only way you're gonna get over child molestation is that you lay in the bed next to the person you want to molest." And told the parents that, and they said, "Oh, go downstairs oh. and get in the bed with me." Oh God, what the hell! It was the craziest documentary I ever seen in my life. Now, what what attracted you to watch that? I just heard people online talking about it, and they was like, it can't be. It, it, this is some crazy crap. So I'm down for crazy crap. So I, I, I ended up clicking on it, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I mean, the first thing he did, he was married. He lived next door. And he was married, too. And with kids. With kids. Yes, and the first thing he do is come over and play with these little three white girls. And I'm like, that was your first son. He throwing them in the air. He's sniffing the panties. And he's like, bam, I like bee panties. Mm. And so, that's who he chased the whole time. So was he white or was he white or black? What You he know he was white. Well, no, I don't know. You said he went over to the white people house. He said he went over to the white people's yeah, house. So I don't right. know, you know. He was white. He was, man, it was it was that document. Watch that document. It made, it made me scratch a hole in my wig. <laughs> I'm like this is, can't be real in Idaho. I was trying to think uh, has there ever been like a like a black kidnapper? Yeah. Dwayne Williams. Oh, Dwayne Williams, that's right. Yeah, that was uh, right. Wayne Williams that my cousin was caught up in that mess. But really? that, you know that really didn't happen. That wasn't really him. It was it was a whole documentary. They only did like nine nine shows on that. But yeah, he's supposed to be the one. Really? I think we've had a serial killer. You've had serial killers. Yeah, Wayne was it Wayne O. Williams? I don't know. It was, it was Wayne, Wayne, o, Williams. Wayne o. o. Williams, I think was his name. Well, there was a DC sniper, um, well, Marvel yeah. or whatever. Well, he was just shooting everybody. Yeah. yeah. So Picking him off from his car. Yeah, picking him off on yeah. the back of his car. <laughs> yeah, was what a, was the kid's name? Malvo? Yeah, something Malvo. Because if, if you... Did he get killed? Did, I know the daddy died. Yeah. But the stepdaddy died. Did he die too? No, I think I don't he's think in Malvo jail. Died. I think Malvo's in jail. Yeah, he wanted to die. I think that's right. Yeah, you know, so many comics had jokes about the DC sniper. We was praying that he was not black. But after, <laughs> well, when they identified that car and they said a Chevy, we was like, "This fool is black." Lord have mercy, we got a we got a, a Chevy. We got a serial killer, a black serial killer. So I think that's the only one that ever. I don't know. Yeah, Pro- we not- probably got more. Yeah. Oh, Ranker's got a list. Who? Ranker. They rank things. And oh, apparently okay. they rank serial killers, black serial killers to be specific. <laughs> okay, let's hear the top ten. Uh, Sam Little, everyone knows about him. I don't know about Sam Little. What's that? The no. singer? Uh, <laughs> That's Sam Cooke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know we. I know there's a Sam we like. See, I know how you think. I know how you think. That's why I can't. Oh, she's talking about Sam Cooke. He was a California serial killer. He's, he had the wife, right? And he got, let me see a picture of him. Turn it around. I know uh, about I him. I saw it. Okay, I think I know about him. So he was running around picking up prostitutes. Am I right? That's in California. That's what they all do. Yeah. But he was picking up prostitutes in the hood. Yeah. And they was trying to figure out. And guess how they caught him? He sucked one of their titties. And they got the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> they got the DNA. I watched it on one of those channels. And he left his he left his tongue he left his tongue print on a nipple. What? And they swabbed it and, and it came back to, you know, his son had put his uh, DNA in one of those files right, by right. being in jail mm. and it linked back to the son and the son was like I was in jail and that's how they found oh. out that daddy was a serial killer that's Sam Little I did that's him he was married mm-hmm. to a real Christian lady man he's crabby yeah, yeah. is well, he still a crabby guy I mean that'll happen when you're in prison <laughs> yeah you get but, really you know, old but uh, okay, yeah so. I remember him I saw him on the um the uh, one of those murder challenges, yeah. and he licked the titties. That what got him caught. Cause they didn't even know who he was for the longest. <laughs> Remind me never to do that if I'm going to commit a crime. Yes, DNA right, would get you caught. Pat. Don't He's be licking. Apparently, a suspect in like 30 murders, but they can't. They don't even know the names of them because they're just like. Like you said, they were just like off the street. They off the didn't street. even have ID or anything like oh, that. Oh, man. Yeah, he's supposed to kill a lot of women. He was killing them. And he was, uh, what was crazy, because he had an RV parked at the back of his house. So oh, a lot of yeah. times he would have these parties in the back of his house. And the wife was like, I don't know what the heck was wrong with the wife. But she stayed in the house all the time. He will murder them and then take them and dump them. Oh, he's the guy who sketched a bunch of them. Oh, he did? Apparently he like drew their portraits and said, I killed all these people. So now they're looking for him. The 30 of them? Uh, apparently 90. 90? So. Oh, he was real crazy. Yeah, he's apparently. Bu- he's busy. 
And one lick of a titty got him caught. That's it. It's <laughs> all so, takes. That's why you have to have sanitizer after you suck titties. <laughs> Spray it. Take a little wet wipe yeah. on there. Get your DNA off of it. Yeah, get the DNA off it because otherwise you're going to go to prison. For, is he still alive or did they execute him? That's a good question. In California, little... do they have the ex, do they execute yeah, him? I don't think they do They that. don't. No, no, you're absolutely right. They don't. They just killed some He's guy. Alive. He's still alive? He's still alive. Mm-hmm. They just executed some guy because... Uh, he, they offered him his last meal. And he said, "I don't want it. Give it to the homeless." <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, he wanted his and last. This is after like, didn't he like he killed his wife and? Is that the one who killed the whole something? family? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden he's Mister Nice Guy after yeah. slaughtering his family. It's like, and okay. apparently Jesus, he loves Jesus too. Well, he he was about to meet him. That's why he loved him. <laughs> That's right. About to meet Jesus. Yeah, he was about to meet him, and well, he said, "Get a, the a homeless his last meal." Yep. That's what he said. I saw what they was talking about limited what they can get because they order ridiculous right. stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they make them run all around the city and right. I'd have been like, I want barbecue butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep me alive for a week <laughs> because people are not gonna let you barbecue no butterflies. No, not gonna happen. Best of the Tom Bernard podcast. Say it was the right time. Ms. Pat on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show. We're opening up the all the way back to episode 198 with Tone Bell. Pre TV show Tone Bell. Next on the best of. I'm moving in slow motion. Our special guest today, Tone Bell. Tone, have you ever... Uh, Tom, did you notice yeah, that Tone, when he walked guy. in as a true gentleman, took his hat off, but yet you sit there with your hat on? That's because I pay the bill. That's a clear difference. That's a clear difference. <laughs> I, I learned that when I was very young. As long as you pay the bills, you can do whatever the hell you want. Exactly. I, I agree with that. Well, I can take my... I have to get a haircut tomorrow morning, Yeah. so you don't want me to take my hat off. Well, that's how I feel right now, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> Two ladies, same side of the table. Look the, if you were facing that way, if you're on this side, then I'll probably look, will left my hat on, but because oh. he won't be facing me. Okay, but that is a southern thing. Isn't it, it is a southern thing. Yeah, it is oh. southern. Thing. I open doors. That's really? nice. That's good. You know what's That's interesting? always nice. It makes your day a but, lot. But I don't happier. like. I don't like when women expect. Like, let me. Let me make the move. Yeah, like don't oh, yeah. expect like like the like stop stand and, there. Yeah, like unless, I'll, like I'll push you into the door. Unless just you're like holding fifteen <laughs> things. Don't expect it. Just like let me be the gentleman. That I plan on being. It doesn't force you to be a Yeah, gentleman. yeah. Don't preface my chivalry. But can I can I <laughs> expect it if I'm holding things? Yeah. If I'm holding a bunch of stuff, can I go eight? Mm-hmm. Or nine, Absolutely. Or, or nine months naked. pregnant? Can you that would do nice. that? We were just okay. literally talking about this yesterday. This building, for some reason, I don't know why this building is the way it is, but if you hold the door for anybody downstairs, they will not say thank you. So is I go, it? you're welcome. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, ha- you, ha- you, have to, you have to like throw out that you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You do. Like you know, like you like you ever go? I don't know, you know, just to like a a restaurant or something, or they have like the open, you know, like the like the Starbucks thing, whatever. Like they have like the juices and waters, and yeah, fruit yeah. and stuff. And somebody, like you'd be standing in front, and somebody just reach past you to grab something. Oh, oh yeah. And I go, oh, par- yeah, pardon me, I was. <laughs> I say pardon I you here. all the time. I'll be like, yeah. oh, pardon you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse you. Sorry. See, in Manhattan, nobody would think a thing about it, but everywhere oh, else, yeah, kind of like Manhattan, well, just, yeah, just like, you, like wasps high northeast. You don't, you don't. Even care you're like oh no. you're just as rude as well you everybody be here. Yeah. well there's fifty people in a store your you yeah. arms are going to get crossed yeah. <laughs> when you're reaching for something yeah. you know you know I do miss uh, visiting you in in New York and seeing people like half passed out at the Pinkberry oh, you miss Pink that kind Berry. of thing right out in front <laughs> there's one at the Mall no, of America in now inside in, inside. inside on the there's bench she was like we we, we didn't know if she was dead like seriously <laughs> dead she looked like she was she was dead. On some sort of bad trip of sorts, or just ha- taking a little nap. We, uh, I don't know. Her head was between her legs, hanging yeah. between her legs for like and 30 show, minutes. Though. And we what, were like, what time, poking what time was her? it? Give me a Probably give me 2 a o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Midday. Absolutely. Yeah. We were like trying to poke her, Happy but hour. we're like, we don't want her to like hit us <laughs> or have a crying. gun. It could have been a religious thing. Yeah. Well, and I kept on. She I, wasn't facing toward Mecca. I'm, I don't know. And I was looking at the people, like, there were, there were people sitting right next to her with yeah, little babies and just having their pink berry and not paying any attention to this woman whatsoever. Well, and I'm 
like, care. is she okay? Yeah. And they just look at me like, why do we care? Yeah, we're like, should we call the police? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I finally went up and got a manager. And I'm like, somebody mm-hmm. needs to do something about this woman. She could be dying. Yeah. And they go over there, <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am, smacker. She's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it was the cat lady from The Simpsons. That did sound tell like by the her cat voice. Lady. Yes. But yeah, that's it's how callous true. they are there. They yep. didn't care. We, uh, we, when are we getting, we got to start doing video on this show. You know like, I mean? the, like the live feed, like the stream? Yeah, we have to. And well, once we, we go live, it shouldn't be that difficult. We're meeting to start, about it tomorrow. We keep saying this. Are, are we yeah. oh, well, I'd have to start showering. That's part of our decision. Oh, oh, I see. Oh. Because here's how, here's how she was sitting at yeah, finger. No one can and I'm not exactly. No, she's like this. <laughs> it's it a free, free fall. Yeah. Like she had so just slumped like, over in death. Yeah, and her legs like Elvis Presley. And she's done. Well, you know, I mean, that's Turtle. actually pretty. That's talent. Okay, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, to, like to be able to rest in that position yeah. is uh, like that's how if you have to at ease. Uh, and that's you know what, uh, yoga. That's that's Bikram, Bikram yoga. Yeah, yeah. It, it was hot there. It was midsummer in New York. It's sometimes you just have, sometimes you have to go. You know what? This isn't wrong. This is too right. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's she's meditating. True. I got here. I got here. I got here uh, early. Uh, I was supposed I was supposed to get here yesterday, and um, and I got here Monday because the flight was messed up. I was supposed to go to St. Louis for a couple of days, and just decided to come here instead. And literally, like Tuesday morning, I go down to the uh, to the the first hotel, and I take the shuttle. I was going to take the shuttle to the mall, and there's a lady kind of like just asking for stuff from the front desk. She's, Do you have a? I'm sorry, I left my toothpaste. Can I get some toothpaste? And you know what? Can I have a toothbrush and a comb? And I'm like, oh, you're not. You don't stay here. <laughs> You are not. I'm like you're gathering. You're gathering necessities. You're, you're gonna not sell them the out. You're not. You're gonna sell them out of a dryer. Hair dryer. Hair dryer. Straightener. Yeah. Everything. That'd be great. Do you have a, a carry on? Do you have a carry on back there? Like somebody left behind. I just. It's black. I forgot mine. The handle. I lost it somehow. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if, if word has gotten around, but I got to tell you, Tone, you are, and we 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 have. What? How many? We've been at what? Eight months? Nine months? Nine months? Really? Doing the podcast for nine months. We've given birth. And what's really fun is as as time goes by. You know, you know Gerard Carmichael. Oh, you know Gerard. I love him. Gerard's oh, a great guy. He's great. Love him. Great guy. But yeah. it, it's funny because usually when a young black man walks into the room and is surrounded by five white people and you can't get past them, <laughs> you got you got comfortable very quickly. Though. It was great. I was like, usually it's like. Well, I'll just kind of sit back, you know. but you got comfortable right away, which I think is a great. Thing. It's, it's uh, I, I tell you, what's, you know what? I used to I used to work for Anheuser Busch. Oh, you did? I was doing marketing for almost like six years, so I did marketing. This switched me over to sales, and so uh, and they moved me from Atlanta to Dallas, and so mm. you get to. I thought they were in Florida. Why do I think they're in Florida? St. Louis. Well, they, we have like twelve, like oh, twelve wow. uh, different, you know, breweries or whatever. But there's one here. But, but like the yeah, St. Louis is the. Is like the is the is the headquarters or whatever. Okay. Right. But we had like regional office in Dallas or whatever. And so I was corporate for so long, you know, like in corporate America. I mean I was yeah. you know, I'm wearing polos and ties and every day and, and so Yay. uh you know, I, I I could never not go to a meeting because it's not like yeah. they're gonna, not going to know I'm not there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm like two out of a hundred. You know, so it's like, it's like, I was like, yeah. damn it, I have to go to every meeting. Ugh. Yeah. Meanwhile, a buddy could be hung over and like nobody knows he's not there. You know, but yeah. like mm-hmm. it's uh, so like yeah, it's my comfortability level. Uh, plus, I used to live in San Fran, which I think is very. I moved from Decatur, which is not a uh, a, a wide city. No, no. It's well, like, like I, I mean, like older, like like if I if I if I'm on the road and I meet somebody, they're like like an older like white dude or something, he's like, uh, oh, I know Decatur. I'm like, yeah, you're talking about north of twenty. <laughs> I'm from south of I twenty. Like it's to- totally different. Totally different deal. But yeah, um, that's funny. Like I, me and Gerard, like I, I talked to him the other day. Actually, I love Gerard. He's a he's a, great he's a guy. smart and funny dude, man. He's touring with Daniel on. Tosh. That's why I heard he's opening for Daniel Tosh yeah. now, which is great for him. I think they're done. Are they done now? They, done. they might be know. done now. I just saw like two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, well, they may be. Yeah. yeah, it's like a six-week. It's like oh, some, it's some yeah. little short run they're doing. I but. just hope that he, he didn't taint Gerard because, you know, yeah. you get too much Tosh and you're just like, man, you don't want to be, what do you you mean by be that? acting like that. <laughs> Well, he sexually assaulted him. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's, that's what I was wondering. No comments. No comments. Got Gerard. a little too handsy. Gerard was one of our first guests on the podcast Hot. back in August, and we used to do it out of, out of our home at that time before okay. we built the studio. 
And he and we didn't know what we were doing. Back 23 then. <laughs> at the time, or was he 24? Probably, he just turned 25, so I'd say yeah. 24. 24. Yeah, yeah so he's 24. Laddie. <laughs> so he's sitting there doing the podcast at the end of the podcast. He goes, you know, this actually worked out pretty well because I just got a call out of the blue from some old white guy that I've never met before who said, why don't you come over to my basement and do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> There will be other hilarious. people your age there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah so there will be other people your age. Oh God! I was I was just in um uh just uh, like Naples, Florida, like Marco Island, doing mm-hmm. a, doing a, um. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. it was beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like it's like retirement money city, right? Yeah, it's like it's nothing, which is awesome because they put us up in a penthouse. It was, it was amazing. Mm. Uh, and it was like it was so beautiful, but then I was there by myself, and so it was like gorgeously depressing. <laughs> they like it's nothing around. It's just yeah, day one, true. you're like, oh, this yeah. is beautiful. Day two, you're it's, like, I wish I was with somebody. Yeah. But like everything in the city shuts down like nine thirty. It does. And so I'm like walking back to the hotel from the bar, and I'm like, oh, I've seen this movie. Like I, like, I, like, I, <laughs> I know how this shit ends. Okay. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. Will Smith had a dog, and I'm by myself. Like, I know. <laughs> Give me <no> shot. <laughs> Absolutely. What well, you know? Interesting. Uh, you see a young man running the the, uh, the equipment down there with his eyebrows. Uh, relax your face. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my face. Just concentrating. <laughs> this is a true story. Now, so this is my wife Catherine, and then our daughter Alex, and our son Andy, oh. my nephew Sean. So it's all oh, family. family. Yeah, oh, nice. whole family. But Andy, uh, at the age of two, was told to leave Marco Island and never come back. <laughs> I went to Marco Island. Yes, you did. Yeah, you we remember used to vacation night? there oh, before it turned into condo paradise. Yeah, yeah. yeah it used to have like one hotel and a condo. That was it. Oh, um, yeah, it's That's true. It's completely built up now. Yeah. You. Uh, I love my son. I mean, I do. I love my son dearly. But he was such a prick in this Chinese restaurant. He was two years old. Oh, I've seen that Chinese stuff. restaurant. Yeah, you know the one I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, there's only one. There's only one. That's true. Well, there were, well there you were, only need the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he's really. Remember that night? Oh, my God. It was horrible. Yeah, he was, well, he was pitching fits every 10 seconds. Although a two-year-old. The yeah, next day. Some of the blame rests on you. The next I didn't day. beat the shit out of you. Is that why? You know, as you go out there, you go past the Isle of Capri. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the next day, actually, he, he, he atoned. Because he got kicked, we got kicked out of the Chinese restaurant. Basically, everybody's looking at us like, eh, politely yeah, asked to leave. From politely asked to leave. Hey, excuse me, can you get the fuck out? <laughs> yeah, that's, that would be that's great. exactly right. So the next night, we're we're eating in some restaurant on the Isle of Capri, which, for people who don't know, uh, the Isle of Capri is right on the mainland as you go over the bridge to go to Marco mm-hmm. Island. And we're in some restaurant, and and Catherine's father and mother were there, and we're having dinner. And her father comes back after going to the bathroom with Andy. <laughs> now Andy's two years old, so he comes back, and her father is laughing. He can't stop laughing. He's like he's going to pass out. And he's and not so, a big laugher. He's, no. not, he's not a big laugher. He's not a big laugher. It's very serious. That's why he's going to pass out because he's not used to it. Like yeah. he's like, like I, so this is a new breathing pattern. His so body was confused. Said, he said, "Finally, we could breathe again." He said, "Well, what happened was Andy and I walked to the men's room, and when we opened the door, you could tell somebody had done their business in there and was still doing it. And Andy, two year old, goes, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> So he did a tone. He made, he made some up for fiber, it. man. Oh, oh, God. Little What's flower. wrong with you? Jesus. But crawled up your ass and died. Mix in a salad, brother. Jeez. He learned that from his mother. My Not way. Just like whatever's on your mind, just like the throw it out. Yeah, just throw it out there. I used to take Andy to Cub. Do you have Cub uh, grocery no. store? Oh, we used to. The Atlanta did. Yeah. They yeah. Did? Where the, nobody helps you with anything, right? No, no, you got yeah, to bag your own stuff. Yeah. He'd be so obnoxious that they'd help me bag my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's on top of, of the piles of salt in the front. <laughs> and Is that where he said it smells like Chris Farley in here? Yeah, that's where he said it. <laughs> no, that, no, that, that, was that guy smells like Chris Farley. This is before Chris Farley died. There was uh. a guy in front of him, apparently, at the checkout, who was a large man who smelled really bad. <laughs> Well, well, and the National Enquirer yeah. had a picture of Chris Farley right, I right think the day he died, died or something. Oh, okay. He was just like sweaty and puffy <laughs> so, and looked like, he looked like shit. And if you thought about how that guy would smell, Chris yeah, Farley. Yeah. Like that dude was like the... That's, yeah, I don't know how that's I how made he, that connection. That's how he that drew that the yeah. correlation. Like that, yeah, it was that's, hilarious. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> it smells like Chris Farley in here. A scratch and sniff? <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, you grew up, how big a family? Just me. 
Just you? Just me? Yeah, mom and dad still together. They are. Uh, they they are, they're in Stone Mountain, Decatur, right now. Like you know, they're they're. It's just me. You could be president someday. Uh, not with my past. <laughs> <laughs> not well, with your tell past. Tell us. Oh yeah, yeah you know, I had, a, had a, tell us a story. I had a, I had a, I had a rough. Uh, luckily, I, like I've got the point of college. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, after I, I, a lot of my friends are like still living at home or just like not doing well, and it's like I could have been there, but like I decided to take college seriously and, and then uh, right. you know get a job and you know learn culturally like be willing and and able to to get outside of where I'm from, mm-hmm. and so uh, and so like it's worked out. But yeah, I, it, it could have gone a completely different direction. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, hold absolutely. You. I'm 30 right now. God, you don't look 30. I'm I was gonna guess you're 25. I get twenty, yeah, twenty five, twenty six a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you know, it's the whiskey. <laughs> it's the whiskey. <laughs> it's the whiskey. It's a yeah. Yeah. lot of whiskey. Okay. Um, uh, but I, but I only drink it with water, and so I don't mix. I don't do like Coca Cola and stuff. I, I I really only drink coffee, water, whiskey, and apple juice. Like that's it. I don't I don't deviate much. No Coca Cola. No no George. no that's soft drinks. Health, no Coca. Uh, scotch whiskey. Health tip for the day. I, I'm just not getting the scotches. Like I'm I'm not. Uh, when somebody introduces me to something, I will give it a, a give it a whirl. But like, so scotches, I'm just not getting into. But um, like Texas, you know, Maker's Mark was like my big thing. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah. Then, uh, so Jameson, I'm kind of doing now. But Bullet Rye is kind of like where I am. Like, I don't know if you've had Bullet. Bullet oh. Rye is like my. It's not. My, it's my new go-to. I just had. Mom was like. I was like. No, nah, I have no what idea. The hell that is. They have a really <laughs> good. The flapjack at Bar La Grossa, the one that Dan always gets, has that in it. It's really good. Yeah, I'm. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm a big fan oh, of it. Yeah. So. so you're not like sour mash. I can do a sour mash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can do it. Like, Highland Highland Park is is a uh, there's um I just had it a few a month ago or so. I I, well, I just did the late late show and so they didn't air this, but I'm I'm on the couch with Craig Ferguson and we start talking whiskeys like hardcore. <laughs> and uh, and so my agent is like, okay, we should get a whiskey sponsor out of this. We just we just go full in. And Craig goes, you ever had Highland Park? I'm like, no, I haven't had it. So he uh, he goes, well. He goes, uh, well, you should try it. I'm like, all right, I'll let you know how it goes. He goes, oh, I know how it goes. Like, because he's sober now. Yeah. He used to be like a real big, uh, huge oh. drunk or whatever. And so now he's sober. And that was my first, like, stand up appearance on TV. So I go in the back where they have a bar <laughs> and we just poured up, like, eight shots of whiskey. Okay. And Craig oh, comes really? back. He goes, hey, man, great set. Ugh, let me get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I yeah. am leaving. He's actually a very good guy. He's, he's such really a nice good. dude. Yeah. He is. He's a really, really nice dude. No doubt about that. I was. I was talking to Amy Schumer earlier this week. She was just on David Letterman. Okay. She says, oh, he was so nice to me. I said, he's only nice to women he thinks that are cute. He's not nice to men, and he's only nice to women who he thinks are cute. <laughs> but don't give me that. He was so nice to me, bullshit. It's, you know, yeah. Uh, I like that. I, I, like, I mean, I haven't met David Letterman, but I mean, here's a, here's a good dude. But I'd imagine that Craig yeah. is nice all the way around. Yeah. And, the, and, yeah, and that let, so. yeah, Letterman is not gonna, like Letterman's not going to watch me walk away. No. You know what I mean? No, like, no, 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 you, no. You know, so like, yeah. Letterman's getting creepy, man. It's like, especially with women, he's starting to do the kiss on the hand and the kiss on the cheek. Oh, is he? and he's it's, starting to do that. All the he's time. at the age where he didn't have to care. Yeah, I know, but it's creepy. What like, the older the, he gets, the more he's, he's kissing people. It's always been creepy a little bit. Uh, yeah. What was the uh, the game show host on Family Feud? Oh, you know who I'm talking Richard about? Richard Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He was, did, oh, did he get like kissing? There are some clips out there Louis that Anderson? are just creepy as hell. <laughs> like on, like really? on the mouth, like on the mouth. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he like this? won't take no for an answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Bill Murray. Bill Murray did a bit on Saturday Night based on based on that. He was playing Richard Dawson on the Family Feud. Oh, he goes, yeah, "You're French. Oh, yeah. You're French. So I'll French kiss you." <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, Patrice O'Neill had had oh, this God. bit. I mean, well, I, I mean, like I think he's my biggest influence. Um, he was great. As of, I mean, like Cosby and Carlin are like where I where I thrive, but Patrice, like to to date, is like one of my biggest influences. But he had that he had that bit of like like guys, uh, women don't have that gene in them, or something like that. Women don't have the like when you get older, women just like guys have our flirting turns to creepy. Right, like, right, like, right. Like we get a chance to display it in a different. Like we can just watch a chick. Uh, tie a shoe at Foot Locker, and we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> but, but, but women don't have don't that. Like, that. Like, <laughs> I forgot like how you put it, but it's like, yeah, it's like we, yeah, we can, we can, we're allowed to get creepy. It's nothing. <laughs> I just feel bad for these women nowadays because there was a time where where men in marriages kind of calmed down a little bit and weren't as 
frisky, but now with the Viagra stuff, like these women just look miserable now. These women in their, <laughs> yeah. in their early sixties, they look like they're just miserable because their their husbands are. How taking about the thirty-year-olds that are marrying the old men, hoping yeah. they'll drop yeah. dead and they won't have to? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they're more already. miserable That's than anybody. <laughs> I mean, like who? Like who? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm so ready to not be fucking. Like I, I, <laughs> what? <laughs> That is a like, Let's write that kidding. down. Mark kidding. the time on that. Like, an odd I, thing I, to say. So well, what kind of sponsor can we get from that? <laughs> when you're ready to stop I'm fucking. So, like, <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm, I, feel like, I feel like I've had a good run. Right, and I feel like I, hopefully I can retire at like forty one. I feel you're like I'm tired. A, I want to hang up my jersey. You're just tired, right? I, it's Flacidia. That's P H L A Flacidia. I just I, I, I want to be. And here's the problem: is I'm thirty, so now like my peak is over. But the women, the women I'm going to date, they're in their peak, and oh, so yeah. from like uh, twenty eight to forty, anybody I date is going to be like in their prime. I can't keep up with that. No, well, that's true. You're right about that. I can't. I don't. I got, right. My stamina's not. I don't even. I don't even jog. Like I'm not a. Yeah. I don't go to the gym. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like a regiment and a routine. Well, you don't need to though. You don't need to work. Yeah, you're skinny. I, I hope. I hope not. Ish. Well, I mean, I well just built skinny man. I, I eat. I eat eighteen hundred calories, and the that's rest it. is whiskey. And I, well, how much is the rest? Uh, I do about six six hundred calories of of. Uh, well, that's not bad. Yeah. So a I make some water. I drink six hundred calories. No, no, I, I leave. I leave six hundred to alcohol, and eighteen hundred to food. So oh, I do, so how I, so many I do drinks about, is that? Three. Um, uh, a uh, ounce and a half with water is like sixty, sixty-five <laughs> calories. And if I have a beer, I have to account that. So be accountable for that. So, so you I'm, watch your calories? Oh yeah, I'm a big calorie counter. Yeah, I know I've food been doing math. that lately. Yeah, I know food math, so I can keep up with how much I'm allowed to drink. Were you so ever that, heavy? Is that why? How, you know, I got a little thick in high school. And then What's in thick? college, I mean, 50? I was probably, I've been this size, like this, this height since like eighth, ninth grade, oh, okay. but I got up to about 190, okay. 195 maybe. And so I was, a little, I mean, not quite husky, but, but then now I'm like 175 because I started counting calories. And so like I dropped, dropped about 20 pounds. Oh. Plus LA makes, they put the calorie count, every, like you can't. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? to the state <laughs> without it. Oh yeah. Like it's in the, it's like. You like you look at it there, and then you go out of town, and then you like, oh, I know exactly how this, how terrible this is for me. They'll ask you, are you bringing any fruit into the state? And <laughs> yeah, then like, here's your calorie count. Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I know exactly why I shouldn't be eating this. Like yeah. it's like bur- like a Burger King combo meal or something. Ugh. Like at the airport they have it, and then you go out of town, you're like, I'm not eating four thousand calories for lunch. I was at Walgreens in Florida, and this enormous woman in front of me, she picks up this brownie, and she turns to me, and she's like, how many calories do you think this thing is? And I was like, uh, 500 or so, and she was like, oh, I would have thought less. Like, <laughs> yeah, you would I could tell. No. Yeah. Oh. You would have thought ma'am, 30. Ma'am, you pronounced hoped wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think she was uh, dissuaded by the, uh, the fact that she was uh, eating so much. No. She was, she was just cool with it. <laughs> you know, she was going to buy it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever. I like people like that. Like they're fat and happy. I mean, there are actually Dude, fat and happy people. Live, live, live how yeah. you want. Live how you want. Yep. You know, like I don't, I don't like not do stuff because I don't like I'll like I'll go, I'll, I'll experiment. You know, like I'll eat whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> That's you know? good. Why not? You know, and then and then like I'll just make up for it later. We're like. With uh, just all vegetables one day or something. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad idea. But I had, you know, I had to get out of, of like of um, like restaurants seasoning my food. Yeah. Like because because we're just so salt heavy mm-hmm. and oh, driven, yeah. and so mm-hmm. true. Like once you like I, I cook like that's my one Butter, thing I do. Salt. Like when I'm at home, I cook quite a bit, and mm-hmm. so if I can like lessen like because when I eat out now, I'm like holy shit like. Did you use all of it? Did you use all the salt? <laughs> you use the entire like, mort salt. Like, what is the mines and the Incas? Are you, are you trying like to preserve this for life? Like what? Like, yeah. What are you? You're not supposed to use Morton salt ever, by the way. Really? Yeah, you can write them off. What's the, wrong with a, salt? They preheat it. They heat it up to a very high temperature, which destroys all the nutrients in it. Oh, so, perfect. like the like the certain like iodine le- iodine levels that you need that you, you don't. I think they add they add iodine. iodine. They add yeah, they iodine add to iodine. it, but the problem is it like. Like uh, unrefined sea salt is, or like you know the Himalayan salt, the pink stuff. Yeah, unrefined salt is what you need to use because it still has the nutrients in it. Well, yeah. if you're I'm using sea salt, is that okay? 
as long as it's unrefined. If you're relying on salt for your nutrients, then (laughs) you you should rethink your diet. Well, you, well, have have, you have to have you have to have some salt because like yeah, you you'll get, you'll get headaches. Yeah like, yeah, like bipolar people, they take like salt. immense amounts yeah. of salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the salt. How yeah. much do they take? Like a whole thing of Morton's. <laughs> to not be crazy. Yeah, how much do you take? <laughs> I was How much salt do I need not to to not act up and scream at people who just took a shit in bathrooms and Capri Island? Yeah, yeah, just just that amount. He's been carrying on ever since he was two with that. That's like a common theme. Even now he's, what are you, 26? Yes, I am. He still yells at people in the bathroom. You should. You should. People need to know. Well, I learned the trick in school is you go like this, and then you can't smell anything. I do that every time. I can't wear stand crew neck, the smell. Wear crew neck so that you don't. That's yeah. yeah. Or just bring a dust mask. It's like that's a that's a hazmat. That's the original hazmat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're that V neck's not going to make it. Yeah. If you're walking, you're in yeah, yeah, it's not going to help you at all. I'm to turn it backwards and then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly just right. Take it off and wrap it around your face and tie it off. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so, so now I walk in shirtless. I walk in shirtless, but but now I can't smell anything. That's <laughs> yeah, there you go. Plus the fact you don't want to walk in with a mask on oh, anyway. It's true. not a good idea. Shirtless with a mask on. Shirtless with a mask. Into a hey. men's bathroom. <laughs> Come on in. You're good What's to go. Happening? Yeah. The twins continue to win, and the snow is no more. This episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you as always by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week. Anthony DeVito, Ms. Pat, and Tone Bell. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.